Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast where we take a look at the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Jim, it's a brand new year, and we're doing the men's Royal Rumble first. Not only is it a brand new year, it's under brand new management, which is one of the main reasons why this is even happening again. I had said last year, I was like, okay, I think this might be the last one. And now that new management has taken in effect, I was like, all right, I think we have to do this year at the very least. And yeah. who knows? Next, I'm not even going to say we're not doing it next year because by next year, there's very big possibility we're going to be under brand new management again. Mm-hmm. And so, who knows where we're going to go with that. So I have uh, how did you watch the Royal Rumble this year? Like, did you I, watch it at, uh, with people? Did you just watch it yourself? Did you watch it online with people? I had I had the show on my TV and I had and I was hanging out with some people on Skype. Okay. Gotcha. So, and yeah, before, I, I want to let you know you were going to be invited, but I told them <laughs> that you were out. So Right. Um, well, thank you very much. I appreciate for you inviting me. So I would like to mention that this whole event, you're going to hear two different perspectives from me. Because on Saturday of the Royal Rumble, I had a group of friends meet for my friend's birthday for something else. We They rented out a theater to see Wakanda Forever. And uh, so it was only like 15 people in the theater, which was great. But after that, we were like, all right, well, we're going to stick around for the Royal Rumble. So it was a mixture of a couple of people like me, you know, like kind of know what's going on, but don't watch weekly. Mm-hmm. There were like two people that definitely knew every single thing going on, every single person. Then there were people that didn't weren't into wrestling, like um, my cousin's wife and my other friend's wife they did not really know anything going on at all or probably even couldn't explain you the rules of the royal rumble uh and then like one person that was definitely the salty i'm only here because it's this guy's birthday definitely did not like wrestling at all right so it was one of those the token like oh well yeah i would get out too if if it was my time to get out because it's scripted that kind of person yeah so it's gonna be interesting because then i watched it with them and then when i went to take the notes i watched it by myself and we'll get into it but when i watched it by myself it was worse and i'll explain why okay in just a little bit All right, so um, for those of you that are new for the first time, uh, what we like to do is do a roll call of champions. Mm-hmm. Basically, who were the champions go the day of the Royal Rumble going into this show? And we usually do the big three, you know, depending on whatever year it is. So this year it's WWE, AEW, and Impact. So we're going to do the men's champions on this episode and in two weeks we're going to do the women's champions so uh so we'll start with wwe uh roman reigns is the undisputed wwe universal champion going into the show 
The Usos are the undisputed tag team champions. Austin Theory, the United States champion. And Gunther, the Intercontinental champion. Meanwhile, in AEW, MJF is their world champion. Darby Allen is their TNT champion. Orange Cassidy is their All-Atlantic champion. Hook, depending on if you want to recognize these title or this title or not, is the FTW champion. The Acclaimed are the tag team champions, and the Elite are the Trios champions. I mean, I would like to not recognize, even though he's arguably my favorite wrestler on the AEW roster, I'd like to not recognize the Atlantic Championship. <laughs> uh... And then an impact, yes, impact. Uh, Josh Alexander is their world champion. Trey Miguel, the X Division champion. Joe Hendry, the digital media champion. And the Motor City Machine Guns are the tag team champions. I'm surprised they're still around. The Motor yeah, City. I, I know I, they came back for that that initial return, and I was like, oh, in fact, it might have been talking about on this show last year, actually. Right. Uh, where I was like, yeah, they won the belts when they came back, if I remember correctly. And I was like, oh, okay, they'll probably did that for shock. They'll be out by next week, though. Yeah. They're still here. <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm definitely not dissing that. I I really like the Motor City Machine Guns. I'm just very oh, surprised. Oh, they're a great tag team. Yeah. Uh, imagine if they can get, because um, I'm sure Eddie Edwards is still in that promotion. Imagine if they can get Davey Richards back, unless he is back. I don't know. I don't know. I have to. I have to look. What is later. the digital media championship? I don't know of this. <laughs> okay. Um. So it's like. Is that like the legend YouTube. slash <laughs> global I, slash? I guess. Yeah. Well, no. Is it the yeah. same? No, but is it the same belt? Because the legends. No, it's a different gl- belt. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's a different belt. Okay, so. Your three big storylines for the men going into this rumble. Uh, number one, it's the bloodline. They are the biggest act going in WWE, the biggest storyline going on. And in particular with Sami Zayn, because Roman Reigns is facing Kevin Owens at the show, and Owens is trying to tell Zayn that these guys don't really care about you, but uh, Zayn is an honorary oose. So, uh, we'll see where that goes on the show. Mm -hmm. Also, Cody Rhodes is making his return at the Royal Rumble after the pectoral or pectoral muscle injury that he suffered in June, which if you ever saw the match, like when he takes that jacket off, just the sight of seeing the bruise is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Like I, like I almost threw up. That's how sick it was. Okay. Uh, and then we've got someone who we're going to mention a lot on this one. Uh, Dominic Mysterio with the with the Judgment Day. And, and in particular, um, his life the last couple of months has changed since he joined Judgment Day. Because in November, at Thanksgiving, he and Rhea go to Ray's house... And they attack Ray during Thanksgiving. The video is up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Then at Christmas time, 
they go to Dominic's grandfather's house where the rest of the family is and Dominic gets and or he ends up getting arrested for trespassing so he has this new shtick and Jim I never thought I'd say this but I love this Dominic is a changed man because he's now you know he's like you wouldn't survive a jail like I did. And it's like you only trespassed on property. Like mm-hmm. you really – and you were only there for like a day. Because when he got arrested, he was like, I'm not going to last a night. And then he comes back and is like, oh, I'm the toughest, Holmes. I'm the toughest. So we'll see how – um Dominic acts in this Royal Rumble. But those are some of the big storylines on the men's side going into the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, Now, I do want to mention one more thing before we get started. And this was on the kickoff show. I don't know if you you and your friends saw the kickoff show. No, so there's a very funny story with this, actually. So when we transitioned from going to see Wakanda Forever to my friend's house for, you know, the Royal Rumble, it was like, we left Wakanda forever, um, probably about 7.15, so we really cut it close. In fact, some of us weren't there, which we'll get to, because the men's Royal Rumble was the first match, which I was very surprised about. So yeah. some of us didn't get to pick their actual numbers, they had to pick it on the phone. Surprisingly, me and my cousin got there before the other group, all the other group did was go get ice cream. Me and my cousin had to go to Walgreens and find a liquor store, and we still beat them back. So, very surprised by that. But no, so I did not watch any of the pre-show, maybe the last five minutes, and that wasn't really me paying attention because we were picking numbers for the men's Royal Rumble. I have two numbers for each Royal Rumble. I will share that, who I had as we go into the Rumble match. Okay, well, it's actually about the numbers. Because they showed, and actually I'll include the women on this one as well. Sure. Because um, they showed some of the participants picking their numbers. Now, we, we've we watched every Royal Rumble. Right. How have they picked their numbers, Jim? Well, sometimes they do it by a, a tumbler. Sometimes, sometimes they, um, wait, I guess that's the only way. I thought there was another way, but now I can't think of one. Oh, well, let me tell you, Jim. This this new way, cutting edge. Okay. Revolutionary. Oh real? Oh no! It's upset I missed the pre-show. It's gonna change the way we look at Royal Rumbles forever. This is the idea from New Measure. This is the Triple H led idea. I could feel it. Go ahead. Well, it has to be. It's the only used, rumble he's ever been in or part of. They it. used magnets onto a whiteboard what? with thirty envelopes, and the competitors pick an envelope. And that is how they pick their entry into the Royal Rumble. Wait a minute. So you mean like SummerSlam 1997, I think it was? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. So they have – so it's like on a whiteboard, they have 30 envelopes. Okay. And it's, like, it's a small envelope. So the individual goes and picks an envelope. 
Wait, and so is it, hold on, hold on. Is it like an envelope, like you would mail a letter, or an envelope, like when you get a copy of a key that you a very small Like envelope. you get a copy of a key. Okay. So the magnets are holding them up. There's, It's like a, a clip magnet. Sure. So you take it off the board, you take it out of the clip, and then you pull the number out of the envelope. Mm. That is how the wrestlers pick their numbers this year. Wow, okay. I mean, did did they even pick last year? I don't know. I want to say no. I feel like this is a thing Triple H bought back for this. But... This is this is revolutionary, Jim. It's going to change the game forever. No I mean, this is why people say Triple H is the best, right? Mm-hmm. Like this. Oh boy. All right. So, oh, and uh, well, now we'll mention it in the in the beginning. So, okay. So, uh, they do explain the rules of the Rumble. It is every ninety seconds. So we are going to do every seven and a half minutes. Right. Now, hold on a second. I think you might have, and maybe I've read this wrong, but me, it's, but I think you might have forgotten a segment that we do on the show before we even get into the Royal Rumble. I could be wrong because I thought I read this at some point. Okay. Weren't there qualifiers for this year's Royal Rumble? Uh... Were there? I could have swore I heard one of the announcers say at some point, such and such came in to qualify by beating such. Oh yes, there there were some qualifying matches. Let's hear. Um, you know I love these because they yes, make no rhyme or reason to them at all of why someone can say I declare myself in, and some people have to qualify, and specifically, some people have to qualify, or some some people get more opportunities. Than others, I think it was either either 2006 or 2007 where someone had three different qualifying yes, matches. Yeah, the same person, I mean. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't have the full list in front of me, unfortunately. Do you want to maybe do that for the even though it's gonna go with the women's? Do you want to do that for the women's? Go over that then, because honestly, a lot of the the women's is gonna be hurt because of the fact that. Uh, the men's Royal Rumbles first because we're also not able to talk about the rest of the show on this episode because the men's Rumble was first. Right. Um, yeah, we can we could definitely do that. All right, so the women's will just have a longer intro problem. Well, actually, it might be a shorter one because you're going over the champions right now, so we don't have to do that segment in the second. Well, well I mean, I'll have to do the women's still oh i thought you mentioned the knockout champion for some no reason. i didn't all right never mind okay all right we'll do that then um well and also before we get on with our interval format that we do here here's the reveal of why watching by yourself was the worst thing okay pat fuckery comes back <laughs> i can tell you right now when you're in a room with like 14 other people and one being a five-year-old and one being a one and a half-year-old, you don't really hear the commentary that much. Like it's there, but you're not really paying attention. Yeah. When you're by yourself, I mean, what else is there? There's nothing else to to interrupt you listening to the commentary. 
Mm-hmm. And my God, he is the fucking worst. Like that's <laughs> why he. That's why both of these Royal Rumbles, I was like, oh, this is this is okay. Um, and then you hear that without with the commentary, I'm just like, oh my God, this is the worst. I hate this so much. Um, overall, before we get into both of them, what did you think of? You know what? Now nah, we're not gonna. We won't do that. We'll talk about it afterwards. Sorry. Um, I I'm just thinking back to any notes I had about Pat McAfee and just <laughs> fucking jumping on a chair. Such an embarrassment. I only actually he was my first note. I actually thought he was number one. To be honest with you, I got confused <laughs> with that. If that's what you were gonna say, yes, I was no. confused. Oh. I, I well I caught you know what I'll be honest I was thinking maybe that would be his return would be him competing in this match right but I'm glad he did it and yeah we had all thought he was number one until he was and I was like all right well I guess he's gonna be there for a while uh, but at least he'll be out at some point and then when he went to commentary I was like oh no not only is he gonna be out here for this one he's gonna be out here for the whole night. Yep. So I thought this was interesting in the Royal Rumble rules. I, I have a note here. Okay. It says um I think I feel like there's been an amendment to to the wording of one of the rules. Alright. Uh t- what what was it? The bottom line, and maybe I'm wrong, says winner receives a championship match at WrestleMania. Right. I thought it used to say wins a main event championship match at WrestleMania. Hmm. Hunter doesn't want to corner himself if he needs to, I guess. Yeah. Unless I'm imagining that. I could have swore it says main event in past Royal Rumble rules. I don't know. Not really sure on that one. Okay, maybe we'll research that for the second one. Yeah. All right. Uh, So I think we've got everything, everything said? Yeah, I think everything's said. All right, so uh, it will be, like I said, every seven and a half minutes, and we're going to do groups of five. So with that, let's begin with entries one through five. Gunther, one. Sheamus, two. The Miz, three. Kofi Kingston, four. And Johnny Gargano, five. All right, and I have, during this segment, eliminated The Miz. Bill, why don't you start us off on this one? Okay, so I'm going to go back to the Pat McAfee thing, and my first note was, oh, great, he's back. Then, when I see that Gunther and Sheamus are going to start, I wrote, great picks to start, because they had an unbelievable match in September that really, like, it, it brought the house down. It was almost a match of the, like, not no, not even almost. It was a match of the year candidate. That's how good it was. So, um, now we get to one of my favorite things that we do is the signs. Okay. And oh boy, we got a bunch of them. Uh, we have Boys Club for Life. Lucas still sucks. I love that one. <laughs> what did I, Lucas do and why does he still suck? I know. I, I feel bad for Lucas. Lucas, if, if you're listening, I, I, I give you a hug right <laughs> now. I'd give you a hug. Uh, also, for this segment, I also have 
Hello, my balls are massive. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll explain that one uh, in a moment. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, acknowledge the Eagles. That's referring to the Philadelphia Eagles. They had a game the next day. And Kittle just made the list. That's another football. I didn't like that one. Yeah. Um, Bill, is it Gunther or Gunther? Because that was the biggest thing that annoyed me about all this, this whole match. Because I feel like the announcers kept saying both, and a lot of us at the party were very annoyed by this. It's Gunther. Okay. Um, Miz waited a little bit outside. Oh, you want to know one of my... Um, one of my dislikes that I have the most with Johnny Gargano is I don't know why he keeps changing his name. Because I think they called him Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. And then someone called him Mr. Wrestling, and I was like, I thought that was the mask guy, not fucking right. Gargano. What else do you I, got? Uh, okay. I had... Why run to the ring? Because the entrance is so long. It is really long. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, I I was shocked that people were running down. Unless, like, you could really run, like, really fast. I would have, like, if I was a competitor, I would have just taken my time. I would have walked to the ring. Right. And then, like... If if the you know the time came for the next person to come, then that's fine. But I'm out there, I'm ready to go. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just you know, I'm taking my sweet time. Mm-hmm. And then I have that. Oh, uh, I already can't stand McAfee when he says "woo hoo hoo hoo." <laughs> I don't remember why he said it, but I feel like there's a the, it's the way he said it, but I don't remember too much about it to be honest with you uh kofi comes out and i'm like oh here comes the freaking royal rumble rope. let's get us he's gonna save himself and bounce back in the ring only to get eliminated the tired throat that we've been talking about since 2010 that was originally started by john morrison yep well she got yeah we give you we give you credit john morrison yeah no one else does yeah Although his name has been changed like a, a billion times, so. But at least it's for a different company. I know, I know. I just had to get a ribbon there. Okay. Um. I'll tell you what. Um. The way things were going, like, because like, you had a good start here. Mm-hmm. I thought with this group of five, because Gunther and Sheamus, you know, they're the big powerful guys. Miz is a, you know, chicken shit character. Kofi's athletic. Johnny's athletic. I, I thought this was a, a good group of five to start. Right. And then they also mentioned, I don't have it in my notes, but I didn't realize the Miz and Kofi have been in a bunch of Royal Rumbles over the years. Well, yeah, of course, because Kofi, you know that you knew that Kofi stole the thing from Morrison, and I already said that that was since 2010, so yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. I think they said, like, 16th Royal Rumble for Kofi? That makes sense. Well, you need him to do the stupid spot every year. Yeah, you do. You do. How much time um, do we have left? We have two minutes and 20 seconds. Left? Left. Okay, all right. So, well, 
I was I was gonna say I don't like that they changed Johnny Gargano's theme, like the way it is. I mean, it sounds pretty generic to me. I, I never, <laughs> I think I've heard Johnny Gargano's old theme. I was never wowed by it before. I'm not wowed by this. So. Yeah, but I would have, I like I would have taken the first one over this one. Yeah, but. Uh, I have Seamus Kink. I have here Seamus comes out and someone yells stupidly. I don't know if that means that I heard something from the crowd because I would have said the announcer said something stupid. So <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I have to probably, I, I guess some. You know how every once in a while sometimes you'll hear that one fan that picks the exact right time. Yeah. And you could hear that one fan. Well, I guess that was that. Um, my friend was so pumped about Gunther because he had Gunther in the. Uh, in his number. Yeah. So like he was like every he was like all pumped and all in on him. And I think that'll be a continuous story throughout the night cuz for us there this was very much a Bobby Heaton Rick Flair situation. Right. I mean, to go back to something that you had said earlier. Yeah. This being the opening match cuz you and I we had said off air for weeks. Okay. The right. women's are gonna go first. The women are gonna go first because they usually do. Right, and we and we even told our possible guests if that we were trying to get, like more than likely the women's is gonna go first. So here's the tentative time. Unfortunately, we couldn't get either guest to work out, which is fine. Um, but that's how confident we were that the women's match was gonna be first. And and then you're like, oh wow, the men are starting. Wow, because like, I was like, I, then I, you I have to have something. Well, my thing was, I, I said to myself, well, then what in the world do they plan for the women's then? They have to have something big for that then, if that's the second one. I missed that timer. I really did. Uh, six through ten. Six, Xavier Woods. Seven, Karrion Cross. Eight, Chad Gable. Nine, Drew McIntyre. And ten, Santos Escobar. And I have here eliminated no one. Uh, so, though I actually don't have that much for this, but it's weird because we can't talk about the rest of the card either. So, um, New Day goes to fight. And Woods smacks Kofi's ass. And I wrote, this is a reminder why New Day is the fucking worst. Oh, yep, I, I do have that in there. Here's my favorite part from the party. Carrying Cross comes out. Yeah. And this includes me, because I guess I was a little thrown off and forgot all about him. Nobody knew who he was. <laughs> Nobody. I, the people that watched the parent were like, oh, I don't know who this is. And then obviously I didn't know. My The people that only watch a little bit didn't know, and... Clearly, the people that don't watch at all didn't, but he was the one consistent person. I think that, again, 15 people, granted two of them were kids um, under the age of five, uh, 13 people didn't know who that was at first. I I had a I had a note that said remember when he was something referred to carry across. Remember when he, was... he shouldn't have been anything ever. That's the exactly. Thing. Exactly. I never got into him. I just, I tried like multiple times. Could never get into him. 
I mean, like I said, with, I think, Angry Cooter at some point, maybe on this show, maybe a separate recording we did, mm-hmm. where I think he has, like, who's more overrated at the time, because I said both of them were overrated, Brian Cage or Karrion Cross. I think Karrion Cross by far is shining in that now, because at least Brian Cage kind of... He didn't find his role, but the company put him in his in the role that he probably should have, in my with the, opinion. With, with the embassy. Well, I'm not even saying that. Like a, a meat carter sometimes, yeah, lower card yeah. person, but no one that's actually a real threat. Whereas Carrion mm-hmm. was, oh, well, I mean, I st- he's the reason I stopped watching NXT. I have not yeah. watched NXT since. Um, I, whenever, when did he win the belt in NXT? How long has that been? Like two and a half years there ago? Is. That's two and a half years of no X- NXT for me. Um, what do you have for this segment? Um... I have the best Wheel of Fortune contestant ever in Xavier Woods. He was on a celebrity episode of Wheel of Fortune, uh, aired in October. And he beat the redhead secretary, or not the secretary, but one of the employees from the office. Okay. The one that's always drunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she, yeah, that's Meredith. I think she is redhead. Yeah, and I don't remember who the other guy was, but he dominated that game. Like, Xavier Woods kicked ass in that game. And then on his Instagram account, because, yes, I do follow him on Instagram. Why? Well, because he's got a great video game collection. But anyway. That's true. He does. I'll, I'll give him that much. That's pretty much the only thing I'll give him. He had both Pat Sajak and Vanna White autograph his NES cartridge of Wheel of Fortune Jr. Hmm. So I was, cause I I had that game. I, I, I did too when I was a kid. Yeah. So I had that, and then we actually get, for a few moments, some great wrestling from Gable and Woods. That was weird. Like it was very out of nowhere. I thought it it, it was, but it was a really good spot because you could do it now, at this point, instead of say later down the you know the groups where mm. you know the bigger names are coming right so I, so I thought that was a good time spot um i have a couple i have two more signs uh one person put up it's my birthday so happy birthday oh okay happy birthday to them to that person and one tag hawks for life. What? I have no idea who they are. Do you think one t- tag hawks for life? Do you think maybe that's a gamer tag? Um, I don't know. Um, I'll look it up in a minute. Uh, and then Corey Graves makes a '97 Rumble reference about Santos Escobar, and if he had asked Mill Mascaris for any advice oh, okay. yeah, for the cause, match. Because Mascaris threw himself out. Yes, because we know how good Mill Mascaris was in the 97 Rumble. Right. That's Which really you guys can check out in the, in the archives. That's right, that's right. It's in the archives, and um, I don't know if we talked about it then, but I think I've since learned that the reason that it happened that way was because... Like, he didn't really want to get thrown out by anyone, so that was a happy compromise. Because oh, Mascaris <laughs> is, is 
you know, I was certainly at that time a legend in, you know, um, what was he in Triple A at that point? I, don't know. I think so, yeah. So you know, he didn't want to be thrown out because, I mean, he's still a legend. It'd be kind of like, I guess, equivalent to if Roman Reigns today went to New Japan, they WWE probably wouldn't want him to be too vulnerable to someone. You know what I'm saying or no? Yeah, no, I understand. Okay, so I found who the one tag Hawks are. Oh, great, because everyone was wondering. Go ahead, who is it? They're a Little League baseball team. Oh. In one tag New York. Oh, okay. So that's probably... (laughs) I don't know who would be closer, you or me. I don't know. It's it's definitely a close one. Since oh oh yeah we did mention uh, I I moved since last year so I'm actually closer to Jim in distance mm-hmm. than uh, than I was before. Well, all I know is this: once you're a one tag hawk, apparently you're for life, and those little kids will be seeing each other when they're seventy years old as well. Yep, <laughs> and they're gonna have reunions on uh, Monday Night Raw and. Get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, the, um, the, I would say the minor league Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, I, I think there might... That's another thing I'm going to look up. If there's a minor league baseball Hall there of Fame... There should be. It would mean more than the WWE Hall of Fame. A lot of Hall of Fames mean more than the WWE. That's true. Ball. No credentials, no anything that you need. The Horse Racing Hall of Fame has more credentials. That's probably true. At least there are probably rules for the horse racing. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, 11 through six, uh, 15. 11, Angelo Dawkins. 12, Brock Lesnar. 13, Bobby Lashley. 14, Baron Corbin. And 15, Seth Rollins. I have during this segment eliminated Woods, Kingston, Escobar, Dawkins, Gable, and Lesnar. Uh, this time you'll start off, and, okay. you're, and I'm gonna you're you're probably gonna talk about it, but I cheered very hard when something happened during this uh, this segment. Oh, and uh, Cross was also eliminated. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Cross was okay, so that was in the li- in this segment. I I think it was this segment. Okay, we'll just go with that. I All guess right. I even oh. ignored him when it came to that. Um, oh, I I got another sign to start us off. Okay. Acknowledge Ramsey. Ramsey? Gordon Ramsey? I don't know. I think it's Gordon Ramsey. It just said Ramsey. Trust Uh, me, I'm sure a lot of the contestants on that show have acknowledged him. Right. Otherwise, he would yell at them. Okay, so, let's see, for this, oh, alright, let's just get it out of the way right now. So again, they try to do a spot where Kofi Kingston doesn't get eliminated. This year, Xavier Woods tried using a chair to save Kofi. And it's worse than last year. Oh, way worse, yeah. I cheered so loud when that happened. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, you fucked it up again. Stop doing it. Stop with this fucking Royal Rumble trope that you guys have fallen into. 
that's what I wrote was just stop. You, it's and you, not, I think it's not worth it at this point. I think there's a better chance now that stop because it'd be one thing. All right, fine. He fucks it up once, which would have been last year, but he fucks it up two times in a row. I think there's a better chance. Either that or the other thing I'm kind of fearing is maybe they give do what they did to Morrison and Kofi and give it to somebody else. And then right. the trope continues. All right, what else do you have? This is your segment. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, so excited about Kofi missing that spot. So we get a point where Brock Lesnar and Gunther are staring at each other. You're doing it too, Bill. It's not like you said Gunther. I know it's Gunther, but man, what a what a great tease! I will when that match happens, Lesnar and Gunther. I do not want to be bothered that day. I want to see that match happen. Feel free to call me, anyone out there, because I'm sure <laughs> I won't care. My friend might care now. Now that he's become a newfound Gunther fan. Bravo! Oh my God, he is so. Like I said, you want to talk about. Heenan Flair vibes. I mean, it was basically him for Gunther because he was like that pumped about Gunther. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lesnar gets eliminated. He throws his normal Brock Lesnar tantrum where he even pushes a referee over the the barricade. And apparently that was not planned, so he has some backstage heat. From okay. the locker room. Oh, what a shot. Brock Lesnar's unprofessional. Who could have saw that coming? Um, and then Cole mentions when Rollins is coming to the ring how he how Rollins has been kind of hot or the talk of the social media world today. Who? Seth Rollins. Why? I'll explain. Okay. I'm glad you asked, actually. Okay. So he's doing an interview with somebody and the guy asks him about cm punk and rollins is like i don't want him back he's a cancer to the locker room do not come back i'm like wow hmm. and i wrote i wonder if punk saw that interview credit to whoever asked that because it definitely doesn't sound like one of wwe's like who I sometimes think planted reporters. That is oh, no, it was the not. The biggest Definitely. softball questions. Then when AEW has a media thing, it's like the most hardcore questions. I'm like, there's definitely a bias here for sure. Yeah. Not a bias. That's not fair to say because it's not it, – it's for some reason, they're, I just feel like they're less hard on WWE these days with press conferences. Yeah. So I'm, I give credit to whoever it was. I wish you had a name. I would give them full credit. Unless and it's like a weird-ass ringside news or something like that. I don't know. And my final note is another sign that said, Seth shops in Beck's closet. Okay. Which Wait, he might. Who knows? Well, no, he can't because if if Becky Lynch's closet, if she bought everything already, he's, there's no transactions going on, Bill. Ah, good point. So I cheered hard about – I have this note down. The New Day stuff was terrible before the botch and very sloppy, so I guess they went at it beforehand, and I thought it was a pretty sloppy back and forth, I, I guess. I thought that would have been the previous segment, but I guess it's this one. I have Fuckery Needs to Shut Up. I have um, 
I yelled, how shock! Oh, how shocking Brock is beating up all the current guys and making them look like nothing. And that was, of course, obviously before he was eliminated. Right. So the story of this one was the little five-year-old had Lesnar. Oh, no. And so everyone was like, oh, because everyone knows part-timers rule the roost in WWE. Mm-hmm. So we're like, so he, so the fact that we all said, you, you probably got this, you're, you're going to go far. He was jumping up and down and running around. And he doesn't <laughs> understand anything, but he knows, he knows money because he's pretty pumped to get the money. Um, and then Lesnar got out. And this kid took a friggin' tumble into depression. Oh. He's like, what? 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 And then he stopped. And then he was just quiet for the rest of the time. Oh. That was the biggest, or at least the biggest, the part of this seg- section where Lesnar was in. Um, so that was definitely the, uh, the noteworthy thing to me um, during this segment. Um, I also have Seth beats up Corbin, which oh, we were it, all very confused about that because we thought we saw JBL and we're like, yes. okay, what does that have to do with anything? Okay, so JBL quick story. Attention hog again. Quick story. Sure. Corbin had been on a losing streak and JBL pulled him into his limo. Well, not pulled him, but, you know, asked him to come in and JBL's like, I'm going to mentor him. I'm going to take him all the way to the top. Because okay. if we needed anything, it was the JBL. But why? Corbin. Why did he choose? What was the reason for choosing him? All right. Um. 16 through 20, 16 Otis, 17 Rey Mysterio, 18 Dominic Mysterio, 19 Elias, 20 Finn Balor. And I have during this segment eliminated Lashley, Otis, Elias, and Johnny, whatever the fuck his name is these days. <laughs> I'll go first here because there's a lot of noteworthy stuff on my end, Bill. Okay. So first off, they really destroyed Otis's character. I- I'm like, this is not the same guy I liked two years ago at all. Right sucks are you ready for this bill okay i had ray oh and he never comes out he they play his music shows up. i'm like what the fuck is this at least all the other times i'm like telling people of course everyone's laughing at me because i got the shit guy i'm like are you kidding me every other time someone is at least beat up or <laughs> is shown getting beat up or something happens Anyway, he never comes out. And now here, overall, like, before, as watching this Royal Rumble and the women's, I'm going to say the same thing. Overall, like, I was really like, oh, this is, a, you know, at least a decent Royal Rumble. Nothing other than um, the small little Lesnar spot got me mad. Right. And then this happens, the Ray thing. And I'm not mad because, oh, it was my number and... I'm losing out on money. That's not part of it. What makes me mad is after... How, how many Royal Rumbles have there been? R- events? 30. Roughly. Oh. O- over 30. Okay, let's Yeah, over 30. That. Yeah. Still, after over 30 Royal Rumble events, they still find ways to make it the most inconsistent match in WWE history. Because 
why wouldn't somebody else just come out? Mm-hmm. The precedent has been set, basically, I mean, it's always been set where, like, you can come out and if you're injured or whatnot, you know, if someone's injured, you can jump in and take their spot for no reason. Um, but even more so after the Nia Jax thing from, what, 2008, 2019, I forgot what year. Yeah. Where she literally comes out, beats up number 30, and gets in. So if Rey Mysterio doesn't come out, what's stopping from anybody else in that locker room? And I'm sorry you can't convince me that there was no one back there from coming in. You have a good point. You have a very good point. And to me, that hurt a lot of it. The Women's Royal Rumble doesn't have the same thing, but they have something that's equally illogical that really took things down for me. Um, but we'll get to the Women's Royal Rumble when we get to it. Yeah, so one of the announcers said Lashley is the favorite, and I remember at the party going, to who? <laughs> uh, my final thing that I have here was my other person for this Rumble was Finn Balor. And when they showed the Titantron say Prince and it was purple... Like, who's this? Is this the prince? Is this hologram prince? I got excited for a second. And then I was like, oh, it's Finn Balor. I'm like, oh, I'm less excited now. I really want it to be the hologram notice prince. Oh, dude, I would have I probably jumped legit for hologram prince. I really thought it was because I'm like, who's called prince in WWE? I mean, for that one second, because then obviously right. the next second it says Finn Balor on the Titan Tron. Right, right. What do you have while well, we have some time on this one? Um, I let's see. I notice Dominic's growing a mustache. Ooh. He's finally becoming a man. <laughs> Even though he still looks eighteen, I think he's like he in his mid twenties. He yeah. does look really young. Um, let's see. I have. I don't. I don't have much for this. I have Sit Down McAfee, which is not going to be the last time I write that to anyone in this match. And then I have a a very weird sign. And it said, Simon gave me an up. Hmm. I don't know if it's tried to say, like, he gave me an upgrade in seats. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what he was trying to go for here, but... Um, but yeah, I don't have much for this segment. So since we have a little bit of time here, yes. how much was the pot? Oh, um, well, we, I think it was, oh God, now I'm trying to remember. I feel like it was for, cause we did two separate Royal Rumbles. So right, there was right. a men's Royal Rumble winner and a women's Royal Rumble winner. I'm going to say like 180. Well, that's not bad. No. It's a nice so that have been pot. 90 for the winner on each one? Yes, that sounds about right. Okay, that's uh, not a bad payday. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to count because it's like, I obviously the one-and-a-half-year-old did not play. <laughs> one-and-a-half-year-old doesn't have any money to put in. Right. Uh, I but, mean, the parent would have Oh, but she was, she was so cute when she – so, like, because – I mean, she's watching, and then certain times when we got excited, she would get excited. But I think, well, I'm gonna say the best was towards the end. Something happens with the one and a half year old. Um, it's maybe the highlight 
of the night for me for this whole thing. Um, other than maybe Kofi missing the spot. Right. So what did your how did your friends on Skype react to things? How many people did you watch with and how much time do we have left, by the way? Oh we have like a minute thirty eight. Alright, alright, cool. So we have time. So I was watching it with Ted, who was a previous guest on sure. a, on the show, yeah. and uh, a mutual friend of ours, Steve. Mm-hmm. And we were just watching, you know, like, um, Steve was pulling for Gunther. Okay. Like, we all were like, okay, well, Cody's probably going to win this, but he was really pulling for Gunther. Right, see, that was the thing, then that's one of the things, uh, we'll get more into it later, that's the only bad thing about the men, the, the one bad thing is, like, you knew, I don't know, like, I didn't feel like anybody else had a chance to win this except one other person, and we'll get to that later on, but yeah. Um, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Cody. So everyone's kind of just waiting for Cody to come out. Yeah. Um, actually, while we still have a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, my my youngest nephew Alex and I, over the last several months, we found a guy on YouTube. Ricky J Sports is okay. the username, and he's come up with different themed royal rumble matches okay my favorite one he has done so far is u.s presidents <laughs> okay and um well actually I'll, I'll tell you guys more about it in a little bit all right it's the cliffhanger Okay, 21 through 25, 21, Booker T, 22, Damian Priest, 23, Montez Ford, 24, Edge, 25, Austin Theory. I have during this segment eliminated Booker T, Ford, Priest, Valor, Edge, and that was the end of my Royal Rumble dreams for this one. Sure. Well, actually, to be fair, I was, honestly, I kept thinking for a while that Rey Mysterio was going to come in. Right. I had held that hope. Well, I mean, technically, he was never eliminated. Right. And that's the only... Well, uh, it's not in this thing. We'll get to when I stop believing in Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same day that he stopped believing in Santa Claus. It is. It was a sad day. <laughs> we um, have... Okay. I, I didn't mind the Booker T entry, to be honest. Because... He, you know, lives in Houston. It's I, I, I talked to Steve. I asked Steve how far is Houston from San Antonio. He said it's about a three-hour drive. So he, you know, he could have made it. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was on the pre-show, so you know, he kind of had to be there. Um, let's see. Gunther's back looked ridiculous because mm-hmm. he took a guitar shot from Elias early in the match, and he's like cut up bruised up all over his back right so and then so there you okay. go yeah. oh then i okay then Corey makes this great comment about if about dominic at the end of the world he's like if you know if we have the end of the world all that will survive are cockroaches twinkies and dominic hmm which, and Dominic survives. Which, okay, I, I do have 
Okay, yeah, I, I do have that note for the final segment. So, so for me, there if there was other than not knowing who Karrion Cross is, apparently, there was something in this segment that the whole room was united in. Okay. And that was how, and this was from non-wrestling fans too, how old and bad Booker T looked. Really? Yes. Even I thought he looked in decent shape. I thought, and no, because he looked like, so it looked like, first off, it looked like he had trouble walking. Mm. Okay. The and then his first kick looked like he was struggling. Yes, he did a spinner Rooney, but before that, like, that was the first yeah. rea- initial reaction was from, because then the immediate, like, one of the ones who doesn't really watch, like, how old is he? And so I think we found out he's, like, 59? Yeah, he's close to 60. He's close to 60, yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, and then once someone was like, why, like, you were getting comments, like, from the room of, like, why is it, why is he still doing this? I'm like, I know, this should be, this reaction should be the reason why he stops. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, I don't know, I mean, yeah, it's Booker hate, but I think it's more of hatred of, like, why is this guy doing this to himself? Yeah. Um, Edge's return or Edge's entry makes total sense in a storyline purpose because Judgment Day had taken Edge out and his wife, Beth Phoenix. Sure. So this, and I'm actually going to say this, I had no problem with either Booker T or Edge being in this match. Well, clearly I did, but with Booker T. Well, well, okay. Yeah, with Booker, but but Edge makes sense though, because it's a storyline. Absolutely. That's what I want from my part-timers, for a storyline to happen. And not that the storyline is, oh, Brock Lesnar's unprofessional as usual and hurts somebody, apparently. Right. So, uh, they fight, Edge fights uh, Balor and Priest up the aisle, and Theory's coming out, and he moves out of the way, and I'm like, Theory's being smart here. (laughs) He's not being dumb on this one. And then... Rhea comes out to attack Edge, and then Beth Phoenix comes out. And I wrote, oh, the Women's Rumble has started early. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I kinda, I liked all that stuff with Edge. Well, here's what I wrote. I wrote, you know, Edge fights Judgment Day down the aisle. Rhea attacks Edge. And I liked it. I like that. And then Beth comes out. And then things I don't want to see, Beth versus Rhea. I have zero interest in seeing that match at all. Now, I don't have this in my notes. But Rhea, and when, uh, here's a cliffhanger for the Women's Royal Rumble. Rhea, something is said at this event that makes me look at her in an entirely different light. Hmm. All right. Now, I caught this twice. I, I don't have it in my notes, but I, I, I did catch this twice. And this is with... The Edge, Beth, Rhea thing. Did you notice one of the agents was limping as they were going towards the back? No, I didn't, actually. Yeah, because you know how they have to run out and break? Well, one of them ran, and apparently, like, he injured his leg. It was like a a sprain or a tear. I'm not really sure what the report was. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, he messed up his leg. 
when um, they did that breakup. Okay. So wow, that's something. Yeah, I've I've never seen that with you know one of the agents before. Uh, so also, at this point, I'm kind of cheering for Dominic to stay in. You know what? Dominic's actually good in this Rumble. Right. He's he's like the like the biggest chicken shit heel. Yes. In the match. Because of the whole prison thing, which is still one of my favorite gimmicks right now. Okay. And it's just so great to watch. I never thought I'd say that about Dominic because he was so eh for years. Right. Well, the problem was that they, I, I would guess, and I wasn't watching it, so I don't really know if this is true, but probably the problem is, is like, oh, he's a very mysterious kid, so obviously he's gonna try to do Rey Mysterio stuff but not be yeah. Rey Mysterio like how a lot of wrestlers um, who are generational wrestlers kind of fall into that trap of like I'm going to I mean really the only one that's worked for that you that she's literally a carbon copy of him is Charlotte to Ric Flair mm-hmm. I, I think Charlotte's one of the only good women in WWE in ring but there's not one original thought in her entire package and we're going to talk about Charlotte in the next episode, so... But, again, have... I want to preface that I think she's one of the only good women in the thing. So. Okay, and now to the final group of five. 26, Omos. 27, Braun Strowman. 28, Ricochet. 29, Logan Paul, and 30, Cody Rhodes. I have, during this segment before the final four, <coughs> eliminated almost Sheamus, McIntyre, Dominic, Braun, Ricochet, and Theory. Um, I'll start off. Braun versus almost Yawn. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Logan Paul in. Uh, I'll say this. At the very least, I'm glad... Like, all the full-timers went after him. Yeah. Now, here's where the... There was a debate here of, like... Someone said... So, whoever had Logan Paul in in our... At, at, at the party was yeah. like, Oh, I guess I lost. And I'm like, <laughs> no. No, because WWE loves part-timers over full-timers. If anything, he has a better shot of being in the Final Four than he does um, being out within the next 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and then there was a small debate. But I'm going to get to that later because I think you're probably going to bring it up. Uh, let's see. I Oh, I forgot. I forgot a note that Pat McAfee said in the last segment. So we'll do that um, before we hit the final. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do I have... Do you have notes for this one? I, 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 I do have a, a couple before we get to... The debate that I think we're going to have. Okay. After Gunther... Oh, here's here's another note. After Gunther eliminates Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, my friend says he wants a Gunther shirt. The same guy's been cheering him all night. I think you should get him one. He, he can get himself a Gunther shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what do you have? Let's go with some of your notes now. Okay. Um, Graves, what's the kid, says how, you know, the apocalypse will be survived by cockroaches, Twinkies, and Dominic. And I wrote, I want a Twinkie now. 
I, I, I haven't had a Twinkie in so long. Why not? I know, right? They're the best. Um, We have a guy that has a viral moment sign. And boy, is that going to be a good use in a matter of moments. Okay. Uh, Logan hits a buckshot lariat perfectly. Mm-hmm. Maybe better than Hangman Page. Again, got to show that AEW. Uh, and then I have Sit Down Cole. Um, you know what? That's another thing I'm thinking of right now. That's a new note because I know that um, sometimes the announcers stand up like when they're commentary. Can you imagine being in that front row oh behind my. them? Paying thousands of dollars for seats, and now you can't see because the announcer would have to stand up. Yep. That is such shit. I have a couple sides that I didn't talk about in the previous segment. Now's a good time yeah, to let's mention talk, them. Let's talk about, I can talk about my Pat McAfee thing. Uh, there was a sign that said, now that was Usi. Okay. And one sign that said, never had a chance. I, oh. I guess that's referring to like when Booker T got eliminated. I guess, yeah. But so my Pat McAfee one was in the last segment. Someone, and this infuriated me, like when I took my notes uh, on, you know, non-party when I took my notes. Right, right. And he goes, he he does an Eminem without you reference out of nowhere. What did the, he say? The song without you. Yeah, so yeah. someone does skin the cat. I wish I wrote down who it was. And then the, when they come back, Pat Murphy goes, I'm back, da 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 Just like the Without You song. You know, yeah. this is like, it's hard for me, everybody, just follow me. You know that song, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so in that song, Eminem says it that way. He goes, I'm back, da 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 And I yeah. was upset by it. All right. Now let's get to the debate. So let's talk about the the, the spot. Yeah. Ricochet on one side, Logan Paul on the other. When I saw this live, when it happened, I'm like, what the hell are they going to do? Because they're both on opposite sides of the ring. Right. So they both do the jump, and they collide midair with with this loud thud. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud, holy shit. Like, that was one right. of the most insane things. But at the same time, it could be also one of the stupidest things. Right, like, what's the, what's the, you know, all these things about, like, I know, oh, hold on, I'm sure you hear the sirens, it's just the Logan Paul police trying to come and get me, because God forbid I say something bad about Logan Paul. All right, They're on. after us. I'm yeah. hide, I'm hide. Well, you don't have anything to worry about, they're clearly here. <laughs> All right, hold on. I think they're gone. I think they went to go. Some someone else said Logan Paul did something <laughs> in a forest, so they're going up to go find them now. Anyway, um, every, so a lot of old school wrestling fans. I'm not one of them because I like like so. They're in, in new. I'm not going to say I'm the biggest wrestling fan right now. Right, like, right. But there's certain things I like. I mean, a, a lot of them is in AEW, and next to none of them is in WWE. Right. But one of the things that old school fans complain about is for, for today's generation is like, you know, like the, the stuff that's very clearly choreographed. We're like, uh oh, I'm 
you know, someone's trying for a power bomb, but then, uh-oh, they can't do it, so someone else climbs above them. Uh-oh, all of a sudden, you know, it's a, suddenly there's a Tower of Doom because everyone mm-hmm. waited. Stuff like that. I feel like this is up there because what were you going to do? What yeah. was going to happen here? What was the result that these guys were looking for? So, but the debate that I have he, had here was with... um with the people there and it was like me and one other person say versus like me and another person is I was, they were like, you know, creating Logan Paul, which they should, because I mean, it is a very athletic thing to do. Certainly I couldn't it do it. Very you couldn't do it. But here's the thing. Why not give that spot to a current wrestler? I could probably name you at least seven wrestlers on the current roster that could have pulled off that move as well. Yeah. Why give it to the part-timer that's barely there? Well, I could tell you why. Mm-hmm. So they could have the news outlets talking about them the next day. But they didn't. Name me, name me some. Did they? Because I didn't see that. Okay, that's fair then. Right. But of course, some people will debate TFZ being a legit news source. I so. mean, they're known, so it's fair enough. Sometimes people count on them like to tell them the news when someone's dead. I don't right. think they've been, ever been wrong, to be honest with you with that kind of stuff so i i can't confirm or deny that so all right it was on tmz but why couldn't like you i don't know like i just feel like again it's it's the epitome of the old administration which i still say still not that much different than the new creative where you're just putting part-timers over the current roster and i don't Mm -hmm. understand it and then the other thing is I'm, i'm i'm like okay cool he did that but now guess what he won't have to wrestle probably for like another month or two. Yeah. Whereas Ricochet's there all year. Like, is it? It's. I feel like it's a little less impressive. Like because he doesn't. Because he's a part timer. He doesn't wrestle all the time. But yet everyone's like, oh no, he's the best. He should be world champion. Why? Because he works five times during the year. Yeah. Like who's the? Oh, fucking Hurricane Helms, I think, is the one that said it. Did you hear about that, where he's like, Logan Paul should be Rookie of the Year? Did you see that? No, I didn't. Logan I mean, he Paul had, like, said, three matches. Well, that's my thing. I'm like, I think I wrote him in the thing, and I'm like, like I mean, not that he's going to read it. I was like, oh, yeah, remember the baseball player that only played three games and won Rookie of the Year? Right. <laughs> It didn't happen. <laughs> right. No, because I think Helms was mad that Hook got Rookie of the Year or something like that. Well, Hook deserves Hook's it. Hook's fucking deserves it. Whatever fucking Logan Paul, Hook is there all the time. Like, I remember, maybe it wasn't last year, but the year before, the Observer, like, they, you know, how the fans do their year-end voting. Yeah. They gave it to Pat McAfee. Ugh. I'm like, he had two badges. Yeah, see, that's what doesn't make any sense. And I mean, I'm, you know, it sucks because I, I thought, see, okay, here's the difference because I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, you complained about the Hall of Fame earlier. Here's the difference, though. Is Pat McAfee being Rookie of the Year stupid? Yes. Yeah. But here's the main difference. I know why Pat McAfee won the Rookie of the Year. There was a vote and stupid people voted to have him as Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. What's the process for the WWE Hall of Fame? Not a vote. Not a vote. Not that we know of, at least. Exactly. And even with Grammys and all that, there's a committee. 
That's what's the difference between the WWE Hall of Fame and basically anything else that's like it. Because even baseball, like I think we've talked about before, baseball has... It's a fan vote, right? Or is it credentials? I don't remember. It, it, it's it's a vote from the writers. There you go. And it's very, like, you have to get X percent of votes to get in. Right. And then I know some people argue about the Grammys because, you know... Or not the Grammys, sorry, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And well, the gra- well, the Grammys are... The Grammys suck anyway. But. Well, the, the Grammys, again, but at least I can tell you... At least they have a committee. And I can tell you why, how they won. You might, I might not agree with it at all, but I can tell you why. No one can tell me why Charmel was in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Which, by the way, she's now, she's, I think she, in my opinion, surpasses Coco Beware. We've all, well, yeah, team. we've all acknowledged that. I, I didn't know. I don't follow it, so I don't know if the wrestling community has admitted that Coco it, Beware pretty... has been surpassed by Charmel, who it's... is the most least likely to be or at least likely pretty, to be in there. Pretty universal at this point. Okay, good. I'm at least I have some faith in the wrestling community now. Uh okay, you ready for the final four? Yeah. Alright. Final four. Cody versus Rollins versus Gunther versus Logan Paul. So at this point I find out my friend who's been cheering for Gunther. Yeah. He looks at he's he tasks me on the show he's like Jim he's like why are there so many stupid Roman shirts? Where's the Gunther shirt? <laughs> so he's, he's still looking for a Gunther shirt at that point. Oh, let me let me check. Keep keep talking. I'm gonna look for a Gunther shirt. Look for a Gunther shirt. And also, why did the announcers suddenly forget about Logan Paul? <sighs> that's why I was. That's why I went back to that person. I was like, look, see, I told you, there's a better shot of him winning because he's a part timer, and they love that in WWE. Old and new new creative love part timers, and yeah, so he has a better shot of doing that. So then, when they said that, I was like, when they weren't acknowledging that he was out, I said, "Oh God, this is gonna be a Logan Paul Cody final, isn't it?" I thought Gunther was gonna or not Gunther. I thought Logan was gonna win it when I saw him on the outside, just sitting there. Mm. I was like. Oh no, he's going to win this match. Nah, I don't know why. I always thought Cody for some reason. I don't know. No, I I always thought Cody too, but I had that one like moment in the back of my head, like, no, they're gonna give this to Logan. Right, like he's the only one other than Cody Rhodes I could have seen winning this after he came out. By the way, the reason just to close a plot hole that I started earlier in this episode. The reason I was cheering for Dominic is because once Dominic was out, I knew Rey Mysterio was never going to come out. Yeah, makes sense. All right, Logan Paul eliminates Seth Rollins. Oh, and then the announce, do you have this note what the announcer says after Seth Rollins gets eliminated? No, what did they say? They say, I don't have the exact quote, but they go, um, a lot of people's Royal Rumble pools were just destroyed by, by Logan Paul. Oh, and I wrote, yeah. whose Royal Rumble pool had Seth Logan Rollins Paul. winning this? Oh, with Rollins. Well, good point. <laughs> not, not when he says pool, because he means it's, he didn't say like whoever had number whatever Rollins had right, come out. Right, right, right. So he's thinking that people actually picked Seth Rollins to win this thing. Anyway, and then finally Cody eliminates Logan Paul. Oh no, sorry, not finally. Cody eliminates Logan Paul. So then we go down to Cody versus Gunther. And I gotta be honest with you, Bill. 
this went far too long. I actually have to agree with you on this. Because when I saw it live the first time, it was like, okay, just get it over with. Just get it over with. Watching it the second time around, it wasn't as bad, but I do agree with you. The ending went a bit too long. Mm Mm-hmm. And then finally, Cody eliminates Gunther, and your winner is Cody Rhodes for the 2023 Men's Royal Rumble. Bill, this might have been one of the highlights of the night for me because of the one-and-a-half-year-old. She was playing in front of the TV. We're all, like, cheering and whatnot, especially the guy, obviously the guy that had Gunther's losing his damn mind at this point. (laughs) And uh, so... Then Cody eliminates Gunther, and then we all, like, have a reaction, so it's all loud, whether it's cheering or whatever. Mm-hmm. She thought it was for her. Oh. So she got all excited. She stood up, started clapping, started laughing. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is very, very cute. This might be the highlight of my night right here. Oh, it sounds like it. Yeah, it was very, very heartwarming. I wish I, wish I had video of that, but no one expected her to, for her to think that the cheering was going to be for her, so no one was recording at that point. Did you tell her she's going to, to main event WrestleMania? Uh, no, but if I told her that, she probably would have just said, that, 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 that. She can't talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have many notes for the Final Four, but I do want to mention, Cody does the Golden Globes to Gunther. Oh yeah, I did see that, yeah. That was a nice little callback to Goldust. It was. I liked that. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to finish up that uh, talk earlier about the President's Royal Rumble. Sure, let's do that now real quick before we head out. Because I think so, cause it we're, was not, 20... we're, not, we're not doing the segment where did they, did they get the title match at WrestleMania? Because it hasn't happened yet. Right. So, it, so the guy who lives in Canada, he did 20 people. Because you okay. could do 20-man rumbles. Right, plus some presidents have been multiple-time presidents. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm trying to remember who the final four were, but... Like, uh, is it it as as recent as Biden? Or was this something, or, like, was there a cutoff date of, like... It was was a mix of, like, the the past and the present. Okay. And Teddy Roosevelt won the Rumble. Okay. Which makes sense. You know, he was a... uh, who was in Washington was in there a long time. Trump and Biden got it on for a little bit. Uh, Obama was in it. Lincoln was in it. I want to say Kennedy was in it. Uh, I, I have to find did the we, video. Did, did he have it? Did he do any like personalized announcing? Yeah, he did announcing. Did he? He should have said he's like when during the Biden Trump show off is like, is this a sign of things to come? <laughs> Are we, we're seeing a preview of 2024 right here in our very eyes. I'll have to find the video and send it to Was you. Nixon in it? You know what? He might've been. Nixon was, Nixon was totally the guy that was just lays under the bottom rope and hugs the bottom right. rope. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you. I might have to watch that later on because when we're recording, it's freaking cold outside and I ain't going anywhere. So. 
I mean, he he has other themed rumbles too, like cartoon characters and certain like eras. I, like, I don't know. I think the president's one is, sounds like the best idea one. No, it was it, it's the best one I've we've seen. Okay. So. All right, Bill. Why don't you have us out here? Unless you, oh wait, no overall thoughts. Um, yeah, it was fine. Uh, I wouldn't say that it. First off, I think I said it to you, but I don't know if I said it on the air. I said that because last year's was so bad, there was a very low bar that it had to meet. Yeah. And it definitely exceeded that low bar, but I don't think by much. Um, I do appreciate that there wasn't, like, six returns in the entire thing. Right. And I do think this might be a theme under the new management. I'm hoping that you set guys up with that people don't know, and then they mean something more next year for non-wrestling fans to get to know your current roster. I mean, to be honest, you know who I was surprised I didn't see? Because I'm so sick of seeing him. I was like, he's going to come out, isn't he? Dolph fucking Ziggler. Yeah, he does not show up. I did not miss him at all. That's for sure. Um, But I do think the same problem that I have with this Royal Rumble is going to be the same problem I'm having with the Women's Royal Rumble, which I won't be able to say until you we actually go over that. Okay. Um, I thought this was a good Rumble. Uh, Gunther was definitely the MVP of this match as yeah. far as the people in it. Uh, the MVP sounding like of us not being in it was that little girl. Right. So, she'll, <laughs> so she'll get my MVP award for <laughs> the fans. Um, I, I wish I would have gotten a video of that. I know. Um, yeah, it was definitely better than last year's. Yeah. I, or, I felt it was. It was. It was. It for sure was. <laughs> well, you know, last year was like, when you have your, was it the Final Four, wasn't it like Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon? Yeah, we're in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, Logan Paul's not that much of an upgrade to me as far as let's have a Final Four with no part-timers, but right. I guess I'd rather him than those two for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the winner was predictable. Yes. Like, we, we all kind of knew that. And that is, Okay. I do want to say this real quick. I think my biggest problem with the men's rumble wasn't the fact that Cody won it because, you know, it it, it had kind of been set up that way. Yeah. The biggest problem to me was that he came in at number 30. Yes. If he had came, if he had come out at any other number, I'd have been fine with it. Right. But why give him the last spot? Yeah. Like give him 29. Or 28. Yeah, I would have been fine with that. I agree. But it is what it is. Because, I mean, like I said, the whole party that I was at, everyone was just waiting for Cody. Right. Like, meeting, meeting whoever, like, we are just like, all right, whoever gets Cody, more than likely they're going to win. And yeah. nothing deviated. And don't get me wrong, Cody was probably the right person to win, too. I'm not saying that Cody wasn't the right person to win. But, um, but the other thing I, but here's the flip side. You know what? No, I can't get into it because it kind of ties in with the women. So we'll we'll circle around back to it. Okay. So I guess that's it. Uh, you want to give say let's say our goodbyes, our plugs, and let's get out of here. Okay. Um. Well, you guys can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Follow me on Instagram, Mr. Billiam eighty five, 
And check me out on Daily DDT as I have some articles up. Uh, most recently, I talked about uh, my top five Iron Man performances. This was obviously before this year's Rumble, so that list will probably have changed uh, if I ever have to do that article again. But check me out on Daily DDT. As for me, that's podcasting.com. That's podcasting on Instagram. And um, also on Twitch now, twitch.tv, that's podcasting. And YouTube, that's podcasting. I mean, that's just that's podcasting down the line. It's nothing different there. Uh, I might be starting, I was thinking of in a few months maybe doing a playthrough of, uh, a full playthrough of either WWE's GM mode or... Um, or going back to Fire Pro Wrestling, which I did a little bit with Josiah, just kept my my feet wet. But um, right, I don't I don't know yet which one I'm gonna do. But it wouldn't start to like March or April probably if I did do one of those. Um, and that's pretty much what I'm doing. So, uh, Bill, uh, head us out of here. All right, uh, we will talk to you all again in two weeks, where we will discuss the women's royal rumble match and until then the men's 2023 royal rumble has been eliminated